dream team. Adam, Bobby, Josh, you got the news feed. It's the big three. It's the dream team. Big three IDP. Let's go. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big Three IDP Podcast. And joining me in the Soad Shack to my right, Adam Markham. Addy, how are you tonight, beautiful? Josh, doing so good. So good. How are you? I'm doing so good. So good. I think you're two beers in. You got like half a Subway sandwich going on over here. Sure, sure. Got uh, taking about four or five bites out of it. Don't want to mess up this buzz over here. Yeah, I got a good buzz going right now. You guys are going to hear a great ad read that we just did later in the show. It's a lot of fun. Got a new sponsor. Uh, you're going to enjoy it. Uh, you're going to want to check out the product that we're uh, promoting. Yeah, they're going to sponsor us for this episode at least. Maybe <laughs> they get a hold of this and drag us into court. We may have to do a cease and desist, Daddy. Yeah, I'm going to need to delete that episode, guys. Yep, just take it down off the old feed. So we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. We're going to be uh, having some fun, Addy. It's um, you know it's middle of June. Not much happening in the NFL world right now. No, we got a lot of stuff coming up though. You know, we got all the uh, you know we got we got plenty of time to be serious. That's so, right. Uh, you know, we're gonna have some fun tonight. We're going to have some fun. My lovely wife is going to make her debut to take us through the hottest defenders in the NFL. Mm. Now, what do we mean by hot? You're going to find out Mm. whenever we get to that segment. But uh, I think it's going to help us uh, diversify our listener base a little bit, Addy. Yeah, that's all. uh, That's all we're trying to do here. You know, Alec, thanks for coming on. But again, just a stepping stone to more listeners and more fame, baby. That's right. You're just a number to me, baby. That's right. Sorry, Ellie. babe. Love you, babe. Thank you for taking care of our son while we're out here in the shed recording a fantasy football podcast. Hey, it'll all pay off one day. We promise. Yes, that's right. Maybe this new sponsor will be the sure. the, the key that unlocks the door. Take us to the top. That's right. So we're going to do that segment. You'll hear that uh, in the second half of the show, Addy. Uh, for some IDP content, we are going to do some keep trade cut. And what we're looking at here, Addy, is going to be guys that are back-to-back-to-back in the ADP data for June from IDP guys. And we're going to play a little keep-trade-cut. I've done some straight defense, some ones that are mixed. I think I maybe have a few in there that are all offense. So it's going to be some tough decisions. Hey, love it. I didn't just pick from the top. I went to all the pages and pulled out the juiciest ones that I could find. So it should be a lot of fun. Well, let's start with some news, Addy. Not a lot going on in the NFL world right now, as we mentioned. But one thing that we are aware of as uh, NFL facilities start to reopen, players are going to start testing positive for coronavirus. And a notable NFL player has tested positive. This is Ezekiel Elliott, running mm-hmm. back for the Cowboys. He's tested positive for the Roner, Addy. Just can't stay out of the news in the offseason, can he? Just has to keep drawing attention to himself. Uh-huh. Bringing shame to Jerry Jones and that uh-huh. fine organization. Unbelievable. It ain't an offseason if there ain't a Zeke story. That's right. You think just once. I'm sure Zeke's feeling like legitimately the same way, though, of like, can I please just not have headlines about me in the offseason? Just once. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um he is asymptomatic, so he's not he's not got the symptoms. Yeah. Um so you know, this is uh this is gonna be the norm. This is like like we said, like I'm like I've been saying, 
the year of the handcuff, Josh. That's right. And maybe, maybe this is the year of the handcuffs. Handcuff. Double handcuffs. Woo! Oh, dang. Yeah, I think um, hopefully, I, I assume this won't impact Zeke's availability at all. This is probably great that it happened right now. Right now, yeah. That he's probably not going to catch it again, right? That seems. Yeah, I mean, once you get it and you get on the other side of it. You should, uh, if I understand science correctly, mm -hmm. have uh, an immunity to it and not be able to catch it again. Right. So that's that's actually good. So uh, so Will's up for Zeke. Um, arrow down for Tony Pollard. Yeah. So we were. I think Tony Pollard owners were maybe hoping that Zeke would catch this during the season, maybe be out for two or three weeks. Yeah. But the fact that he's got it now, as long as he doesn't develop symptoms, any. You know, goes to the 14 day quarantine period and comes out the other side okay, should be fine. Yeah, this is going to be a, a very real thing, though. I do worry that, you know, what happens when, when this happens in season and um, multiple guys get it or more than multiple guys? What if, what if like 10 guys get it? What if your entire offensive line comes down with it? I you mean, know? Yeah, it, it's, uh, so it's going to be one of those deals where I think we could see a shortened season. I think that, you know, as people that play fantasy, we need to be ready for, for anything to happen this year. We need to be ready for, um, what, I mean, what happens to playoffs if they, if they shut the season, if they, if they cut the season short, what do you do then? Yeah. It makes I mean, me, what if you don't have any warning up, you know, you know what I mean? What if it's week 10 and like, all right, we got, this is the last week and then we're going to have to shut it down for, you know, until, you know, six weeks or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how platforms and players would have to adjust to that news, but that's the world we're living in. It's a distinct possibility. You know, if 10% of the league suddenly comes down with coronavirus, yeah, they probably, heck, even a smaller percentage than that. If, if those, if that number of players, a large percentage were to come down with this and impact the viability of teams to be able to play on Sunday. They probably have to take some kind of drastic action. I mean, NBA suspended its entire season indefinitely when, what, one or two people came down with it? Right. Yeah. So was it Rudy Gobert for the Rudy for the Gobert, jazz yes. that was, like, touching all the microphones and then and was then, the first one to get it? And then, yeah, him and, and he gave it to Donovan Mitchell, I guess. Or, you know, I guess you don't know who gave it to who. But, yeah, either way, he was being very careless about it. So uh, cavalier. Yep. So, uh, Rudy Gobert, he is enemy number one in the NBA now. He has been canceled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thankfully. But, you know, we saw Doug Peterson make comments that he has considered quarantining certain players now just in case, like quarterbacks, in case something were to happen. Put them in like a bubble or a glass case. Right. I don't know how you, uh, you know, monitor that. Good but, luck. <laughs> but that's something that I saw, uh, he was quoted as saying. So, I mean, yeah, people are going to have to be creative. I imagine we are going to be, um, teams are going to be reaching, you know, deeper into their depth chart, you know, the, you know, more so than they ever have. Um, and I think it's just going to be a wonky year. And I hope the season isn't shortened or we don't get screwed in the playoffs, but I don't know, man. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, if things get really bad, I think that'll be what has to happen for the league to actually consider canceling games. Do you think fans are going to be in the uh, no. stands? No. I've said from the beginning, I think this will be a season with zero fans. Yeah. And just because you can't do 
the beginning of the season with no fans and then bring fans in later. That's not fair from like a competitive standpoint to teams that had, say, front-loaded home schedules uh, to then have fewer games in the back end with actual home fans. So I think they'll go all or nothing with this. Now, it could be a situation where it's 20% capacity and these fans are very spread out. Yeah. But then is that ticket gate worth it to then assume the risk and the potential liability that fans at these games could get coronavirus. It's going to be a fascinating year, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really very interested to see how it plays out because I don't think anybody knows right now. I think we no. maybe have some good, good guesses, but it's June. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, it should probably affect the way you draft this year. I feel like you need to, you know, you're going to need to handcuff a lot of guys. I mean, you really could, you honestly could, whatever three or four starting running backs you get, you could probably handcuff all of them. It's true. Um, but yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna be, you're gonna need to be very flexible with those, those last three or four spots on your bench this year because you're gonna be churning through players. That's right. So we'll see. Hopefully Zeke makes a full recovery. And, uh, but yeah, not a bad thing yeah. for it to happen hope now. For the best. We don't mean to make light of it. You know, we, we do hope that he, he handles it and gets to it okay and doesn't, uh, infect anyone else but that's right uh, man this isn't gonna stop anytime soon no it's not i'd say we're gonna have a lot more news briefs like this coming down the pipe so solar bleacher report reported again about dalvin cook um saying that he was uh disrespected with the contract offer i saw that was that came out again today but it's like that story was what changed why did they bring this back up again today and I, I noticed just to get it back in the news i guess yeah so not a lot happening so still may consider holding out nothing's changed there we, yep uh probably gonna be about the same un- until the season starts are we just gonna keep recycling this little bit here so. bleacher report i think i think, I think P- obviously there's not a lot of news going on so yeah there people are are scrambling for for stuff to to post so. yeah it was like uh someone had posted uh that you know espn's viewership is down and it's like oh because of all the political stuff that's happening it's like no it's because there's no sports <laughs> right that's yeah. why no one's watching much of anything no not really i mean i'm not i've been binge watching old seasons of amazing race on hulu yeah. that's where i've been i have been watching like the closest thing i've had to sports is the titan games the rocks show on nbc it's kind of like american ninja warrior that's it i haven't had anything resembling sports in a very long time are those new are these like newly recorded shows or the titan games is yeah wow we had a guy from bowling green actually compete cool. who was it the guy that's the titan oh the uh, bartley weaver yeah wow He's a little local celeb around here. He is. Yeah. Got a man. He is. He is the Titan like mascot guy that drops the sword into the field. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. He's jacked. He's very jacked. He should have won the first episode, but um, just got a little too cocky Hmm. and um, on the first obstacle. And uh, man, he could have had it. I'm still a little still a little bitter about that. But because he got cocky. Yeah, because it was a thing where you had to take this weight off of a wall and then run behind it and pull this chain to pull the wall uh, horizontal. So how much weight you left on the front of the wall determined how easy it was for you to pull it down. Mm. And he ran back there just a little too soon, had too much weight, 
had to come back around, take more weight off. And by that time, the other guy had ran around and pulled it down. So that guy ended up winning that whole region. So it's like when you lose to the Super Bowl champ, there's no right. shame in it. But yeah, man, still could have been had it. Could have been Bartley. Yeah. So anyways. All right. Let's uh, that's the news. Addy, let's look now at our main segment. Let's play a little keep trade cut, Addy. And again, we're looking at three guys back to back to back in the June ADP for IDP guys, Addy. So we got some we got some tough decisions here. Ooh, love a good uh, KTC sig. That's right. Little KTC. And we're going to start off here. We're going basically this list is moving down the ADP. So we're starting near the top and working our way down. Like I said, I looked at multiple pages on the website to make sure I wasn't top loading this too much. And these are some the kind of decisions, Addy, that folks are going to have to make with their rosters uh, when it comes down to prioritizing certain roster spots or putting guys on the trade block. So let's start at the top with... And this is Dynasty, right? That's right. This is Dynasty ADP and a Dynasty perspective that we're looking at this with. So um, we want to start with the arguably the number one asset in IDP, Daniil Hunter. So keep trade cut, Addy. I'm going to start with you. Daniil Hunter, Mark Andrews, and Tyler Boyd. Hmm. Two of your babies here. Two of my babies here. All right. So I am going to trade Daniil. Ooh, not where I thought you were going to go. I'm going to keep Mark Andrews. Okay. And I'm gonna God, none of these guys are good enough to cut, but I know. Got to, I guess. I'm gonna cut Tyler Boyd. Yeah, so I would do just one small shift with that. I would keep the Neil Hunter because of like we've been talking about how important it is to grab one of these top defensive linemen. I would trade Mark Andrews because I think he is rising up the ranks in terms of value right now. So you could get a really nice haul for him. Yeah. And then yeah, I'd cut Tyler Boyd. So, uh yeah, I um <clears throat> I don't know. For me it's just Daniel Hunter is I mean like you said pretty much the number one overall IDP asset. Um I think you could get at least a first and a second for him. Do you think you could get more for Hunter or for Andrews? Um probably for Hunter. I think it's so close. I think that's really close. I think people still aren't uh fully woke to Mark Andrews and the uh and the fact that he didn't even get 50% 50% of the snaps last year. I think the wokening is is happening. It's but happening. It, it's right. I don't think it's reached I've noticed critical it, mass yet. I've noticed it's it's ha- it started happening with Hayden Hurst. Um but I I have I have noticed on Twitter that people are getting behind the idea of, of Mark Andrews being like a top 3 dynasty tight end even seeing the tight end one. Yeah. Which, You know, your boy was on that corner first. Yes, sir. (laughs) So that was number one. Number two involves uh, another stud defensive lineman, the old helmet puncher himself, Miles Garrett, Terry McLaurin, DeAndre Swift. Keep trade cut, Addy. What you thinking on this one? Oh, not a cut. We need to. We need to do something else other than this, cut. This is the tough decisions we got to make, Addy. Somebody's getting cut off this list. All right, we are going to keep 
DeAndre Swift. Oh, see, you were, this is good. This is good. I'm glad we're doing this. I'm going to. Trade Miles Garrett, and I'm going to cut Terry McLaurin. So I think, yeah, I think that's the way I would go with this. I think as as far as the last two that you said there, oh, man, this is really tough. I think I'm actually going to cut Swift, keep Garrett, trade McLaurin. I think is how I'd go with that. Swift, and the only reason, Swift's obviously a great running back, but if I'm having to split these hairs here, just the potential kind of workload split with carry on in Detroit is the factor here. McLaurin, though, has Haskins as his quarterback, so that's a factor as well. Miles Garrett, we think he's cleaned up his act. We hope he has. But he also hauled off and almost took a man's head off with a helmet. So I think Miles Garrett's going to be motivated this year. I think so, too. Um, And yeah. I don't know. I, I've been thinking a lot about Miles Garrett lately. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to be surprised if he finishes as the number one overall defensive end. He probably he was, would have he was last year. Way, yeah, right? it was headed that way last year. Um, but he ended up in, uh, missing six games for you know. You remember? We all know. I think we were reacting to that almost in real time when that happened. That's right. That a lot was of fun. A special soaps. It was. Um. All right. Number three. Couple defensive guys in the mix here. Keep trade cut. Darius Leonard. J.K. Dobbins or Nick Bosa? I'll kick us off on this one. I'm biased, so keep that in mind. But I'm going to... Oh, oh no, I think I may have just changed. No, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to keep Leonard, trade Bosa, and cut Dobbins. Wow. Mistake. I'm going to keep Dobbins... Got an extremely bright future in the league. I think he's going to be someone we're talking about next year as a top five running back asset. Um, I'm going to cut Nick Bosa. And then I'm going to trade Darius Leonard. That's, that's, that's smart. I think Darius Leonard is the, in my opinion, he is the most valuable. I know we, um, in my rankings, I maybe have the no hunter one right now, but I think people, I think the general public values hunter. Uh, I'm sorry, Darius Leonard, uh, the greatest out of everybody. I think he does everything. He's a little more known too. You know, right. Daniel still gets slept on a little bit just being in Minnesota. Yeah. I think most casual NFL fans wouldn't know like Danielle Hunter. Who's that? You yeah. know, Danielle, Danielle, the girl. Yeah. That that is that that guy with the long blonde hair for New England? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's again my bias is showing here, but um, you know I think I took did I I either started the run or was number two in the Shark League for IDPs because I wanted to get me some Darius Leonard. So that's my bias showing. All right, another one here. This is all IDP. Like I said, I tried to mix it up so we wouldn't have the same formula every every time. Keep trade cut. Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner, and Joey Bosa. Okay, I'm going to... I think I'm going to trade... Jamal Adams. That's my thought as well. He's my trade. Um, I'm going to cut Bobby Wagner just because he's 
the oldest of the older group. yeah dynasty league linebackers the deepest position um and i'm going to uh and i'm going to do you feel good about keeping joey on yeah, this list though i think so he's he's um i think he's the same age as jamal who has more trade value though jamal or joey joey i think just because i mean if you look at drafts usually joey goes um i know this is they're going back to back but in my opinion, most of the drafts I do, usually they're slanted more towards defensive ends. Yeah. Defensive ends, uh, defensive ends are, is a, uh, is a position that's not as deep. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to usually choose the defensive end over safety every day. All right. So there you go. Next up here. Ooh. Ooh. Couple mm. of your babies here. Mm. And I know that one is, you know, this, uh, there's probably an easy cut candidate here, but we'll see. Keep trade cut, Buda Baker, Deion Jones, and Devin Bush. I'm going to cut Deion Jones. Yeah, sadly. Um just just too much uncertainty. I think we all love Deion, but we 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 we've been hurt. I'm gonna keep Devin Bush. Agreed. And then I'm gonna trade Buda Baker. Agreed. Even though you think probably Bush as a linebacker, people just casual IDP players tend to value linebackers. That's kind of like the, the, the crown jewel of positions. Well, just with Buddha, I think, I think it's, you know, he didn't have a lot of, uh, big play stats. I don't think he, in fact, I don't think he's ever had an interception in, wow, really? in three years. I wow. think I remember seeing that from Buddha Baker. Um, so maybe that's has, you know, maybe that's just unlucky. Um, but you know, this is, this is someone that had, I think, 140 some tackles last year. I just don't see that happening again. Especially not with the talent they brought in, right? Bringing in Devondre Campbell, Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. I mean, it just, I don't think it's going to be, uh, repeatable what he did last year. So yeah, uh, sell high, but you know, people, he's still going to have great name value. He's still, he's still being drafted as a, as a top three, four. Uh, safety. Uh, and I don't disagree. I think, I think he, he is that. It's just, um, I'm just not going to overdraft a safety. I'm not going to spend a, a top 12 round pick on a safety. All right. Unless it's Derwin James. Unless it's Derwin James, which is segues beautifully into the next one that we have. Keep trade cut. Marquise Hollywood Brown, Derwin James, or Isaiah Simmons. Wow. I, I tried to pick some tough ones, Addy. Um, I'm going to have to... Unfortunately, this is a guy that I really like, and I think he's primed for a... Uh, I think a lot of people are sleeping on him compared to the rest of the guys in his class. I really like Marquise Brown, but I'm going to cut him here um, just because I... W- God, this is a tough one. It is probably the toughest one on this list. I'm gonna, I guess, cut Marquise Brown just because I do worry about the volume long term. I think he's a super special player. I just don't know that. Um, I don't know that he's gonna be able to be dependent upon week in, week out. I think, like we saw last year, he had big, huge splash weeks, um, and that's nice. But uh, I like that better in best ball. Yeah, best I ball. I don't know when to when great to receiver. On, you know when to depend on him. So. Um, gonna cut him. Uh, then I'm going to. I'm gonna keep Derwin. Yeah, you got to. And then I'm gonna trade Simmons. Simmons has a ton of value right now. He does because we don't know people. What, love what if he comes out and for IDP purposes, he's just not 
really usable because yeah. of the way the the Cardinals deploy him. I think he will be. I think he'll be solid, and and maybe not this year, but definitely the next year. So, um, yeah, but but people love him, so that would be that be who I choose there. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think that's it, it's debatable for me because I think you could make the argument that no, because I think Isaiah Simmons does. Isaiah Simmons have more trade value than Hollywood Brown. That's tough. I mean, I figured they're. True. I don't know. I don't know. See, it's hard to read on Hollywood Brown. I got him in so many places uh, in these drafts just because people just let him slide. Like I, I was picking him up in like the thirteenth, fourteenth round. People are very split. I know. I know on the ballers, like Jason's very high on Hollywood, and the other two, Mike and Andy, are not. So, like, mm-hmm. even amongst like offensive-minded guys. Very, very split on Hollywood. Yeah. If they, just don't think, they don't think he can get the volume in that run first exactly. offense. Right. And yeah, anywhere else. I mean, yeah, we're talking about Hollywood as like a, a top 15 asset probably. But um, and we love I, I do like Lamar as a passer. He made, you know, huge strides from year one to year two. But uh, still, it's not not enough for for me to want his his receivers. Yep, agreed. Unless you're Mark Andrews, because he targets the hell out of Mark Andrews. There you go. So Number one dynasty tight end. Yes, sir. All right, number seven here on the list. Keep trade cut. Chris Jones, Tracy Walker, and Justin Jefferson. Had to throw in one of your Vikes here, Addy, just to make it tough. These are all, like, geared towards me. I know. I'm trying to hurt you. (laughs) God. (sighs) All right. Chris Jones is going to be who I... I think I'm probably keeping Justin Jefferson, trading Tracy Walker, and cutting Chris Jones. Don't cry, Addy. It's okay. I'm keeping Justin Jefferson for sure. Um, This is tough. This is tough to do to Tracy. I'm going to have to cut Tracy. Don't you dare. That's one Tracy. of your children. I love Tracy so much, but Chris Jones is just... uh. I guess we need to clarify, as long as you start defensive tackles, then I'm keeping Chris Jones. Yeah. If not, um, if it's they're lumped in with defensive linemen, uh, I'll probably still keep Chris Jones. So so we're going to cut Tracy Walker. We're going to... Um, you can only keep one, Addy. I'm sorry. We're going to trade Chris Jones. All right. All right. Chris Jones has... They're probably similar in value, Chris Jones and Tracy Walker. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. People, I think, are sleeping on Chris Jones a little bit because he had sort of a down year. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's a, Especially compared to the year before. He's definitely a buy for me. I love Chris Jones. Absolutely. All right. A uh, couple of my babies here. So this is very tough mm. for me. Keep trade cut. Eric Kendricks, my son, Jayon Brown, or Tyron Matthew, the honey badger himself. I'm going to cut honey badger. Yeah, that's the easy one. Um, then I'm going to. I'm going to keep Eric Kendricks. See, I think I would keep Jayon only because I think I could get more for Kendricks. Just because Jayon had sort of a down season last year. If I'm just strictly looking for trade value, probably put Kendricks out there on the block. But I want Kendricks. I like his consistency. I do too. I, I like, agree. hundred percent. There's no Rashawn Evans there. So I, yep. I think I do worry about Jayon Brown. Um, I don't know. He just has a lot of competition there. He does. All right, moving on down here, a couple of uh, guys near and dear to the big three's heart. We've talked about them a lot here recently. Keep trade cut. Jordan Poyer, Mac Wilson, Jonathan Abram. 
I'm going to cut Poyer just because of the age. Uh, I'm going to trade Abram because I think people are, are optimistic on him. Um, and then I'm going to keep Mac Wilson because I don't think people value him, uh, like they should. And I think this is a guy that has a chance to be like a, a top 15 linebacker this year. Yeah. I think just, you know, comparing IDP assets here, if I'm thinking about who do I want to keep, who do I want to trade? Poyer is the easy cut just because of the age. Again, we talked about him being disrespected and slept on, and we're like, this guy's the easy cut, the safety four from last year. Uh, But, you know. Washed up. Yeah, washed up, over the hill, not attractive. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think think Mac Wilson is the hold just because if someone – Offer like if uh, the Mac Wilson owner in our league came and offered me Mac Wilson for Jonathan Abram, I would make that trade, which tells me I value Mac Wilson more than Jonathan Abram. Yeah. So that's the guy I want to hold. And uh, yeah, I think Abram. People are hip to the bounce back potential after he was hurt last year. Yeah. So he's got some he's got some buzz right now. All right, this one was more directed at Bobby. Who's, uh, we should mention, uh, once again, passed away. <laughs> Sorry, Bobby. It's been yeah, a rough go of he's, Yeah, he's really had it. He's had a rough, rough go of it this yeah, month. I'll pray for him. Yes. So, uh, keep trade cut, Addy. Jeremy Chin, Jamie Collins, and Janu Smith. Did you see some of those Titans pitchers that were going around Twitter today? I did not. There's one of, I think it was a picture of A.J. Brown. I saw the Tom Brady photos. Oh, God. Did you think he looked... Kind of old. I thought he looked kind of awesome. I thought, yeah, the the photos were great. I just saw him and I was like, he looks great, but he just he looks like an older guy who's really taking care of himself. Yeah, I, he's um, it's just weird. He's been in our he lives does, for so a, long. He's an odd looking guy at this point. He uh, look go look at his rookie pictures. Someone has said like he's done the face off thing, oh. like where he's he's wearing someone else's face. You know that he goes to those. Skincare places and facial all- rejuvenation yeah, clinics. Yes, you know that's definitely going on with him. So, um, yeah, but I, I, I love those those pictures. I, I love those uniforms. Those are awesome. They look uniforms. really good. Um, very happy with the direction the Bucks went. Yeah, really smart. So, um, what are we talking about? Uh, what else we're talking about besides Brady looking? <laughs> the hot? Titans, the Titans photos. Oh yeah, so rounds. yeah. Eight, so there was a picture of like AJ Brown. Someone else. Oh, Derrick Henry and then Johnny Smith. Ooh. My God. Johnny Smith is jacked, dude. He's always been jacked. But boy. Was he looking like Hella Swole? He's been working. He's he's continued to, to work. Um and speaking of that, since we don't I don't see him on the on the dock. Irv Smith Jr. is working his ass off. I, I saw Irv. There just wasn't a good stack to pull Irv into. So yeah. I saw him, I was like, I could pull Irv in, but Dude is working his ass off every single day. He is swole up. I'm is telling he, you, is he's he coming. Too, is he too swole? No, no, no. It's, okay, it's fine. He's 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 still moving well with. Because the last guy we saw that looked like a specimen at tight end was David Njoku. That's right, and did not work out well. Guy couldn't catch very well. He's still looking good. I saw a picture of him. He day. is. He's looking very nice. Yeah, yeah. Maybe so. get on the jugs machine though. Yeah, David. just learn to catch. That's right. All right, so yeah, uh, Jeremy Chin, Jamie Collins, Johnu Smith. I think for me, I'm going to cut Collins. I'm going to 
keep Chin and trade Janu. I could be talked into maybe keeping Janu and trading Jeremy, though. Right. Yeah, the obvious one is cutting Jamie Collins. Um, I think I'm going to actually trade Jeremy Chin. I've, I've been noticing a ton of buzz lately uh, about Chin, so so everyone's aware. Everyone everyone's kind of penciling him in as a as a top twelve safety, which I don't disagree. Um, I just think that Johnny Smith could take a large leap this year, and especially after seeing those body picks. I do. I'm tempering my expectations just a little bit. Um. Just because I don't know what kind of offense we're going to see with the Titans. Yeah, it's true. Is it a situation where we're going to see a lot of uh, Derrick Henry, a lot of Darrington Evans? You know, what's the passing volume going to be like? You know, we saw what that team could be. The game that we went to, great example. Prolific passing performance from Tannehill. He was lighting it up. We know he can do it. But then in the playoffs, I remember, I think I took him in the fantasy playoff league we have. Yeah, I don't know if he threw over 100 yards. I don't think he threw more than like seven passes in a game. Yeah. It was an insane uh, way that they decided to win these games, just pounding the rock. So, yeah, we'll see. It's kind of a Marquise Brown situation where I'm like, is Janu going to have the volume there? Um, so, yeah. I think you're right. I don't. I. I don't think anyone would be wrong for wanting to keep Johnu and trade Jeremy Chin. Johnu and Jeremy, those guys are very close to me. Uh, very close to you, like brothers, really. <laughs> yeah. Text them yeah, all the time. Hey, hey, hold them close. Close my heart. Close. My whole family loves them. Hey, you know, we we love those guys. Love those guys. All right, Ad. Here's an offensive three pack. I promised you one. This is an interesting one. So keep trade cut. Jay Sternberger. Mm. Darrington Evans and Robbie Anderson. Sternberger, uh, Sternberger, another guy we don't mention a lot on here, but same type deal. Another one of these, you know, tight ends that has a very high upside. Um, gosh, it's a tough one. These are, I own, I own two of these guys in quite a few leagues. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of shares of Darrington Evans and, and Robbie Anderson. I bought Robbie Anderson before he signed with Carolina. Um, after he initially did that, I was kind of bummed, but thinking, thinking more on it, I don't know. I, I think that he, he may be decent there. I think he's going to be, you know, probably surprising people with, uh, with, with how decent he is. Um, so yeah, I, actually, I kind of like that offense. I've warmed up to it a little bit. Probably not going to select him here, though. I'm probably going to keep Evans. I'm going to. I'm going to have to unfortunately cut Anderson. I think because I think the public opinion opinion of him is down. Yeah. Then I'm going to um, trade Sternberger. Do you think you can get anything for Sternberger right now? I think so. I think people maybe give you, you know, a couple thirds or something. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, anyone looking to acquire him is going to obviously be a believer. So, yeah, I think he's worth, you know, two thirds. Yeah, I think. Oh, man, this is tough. I think I would probably. I think I would probably. Man, this is really tough. I think I would keep Robbie Anderson. Trade Evans, cut Sternberger. Because I think you'll have the people who buy into the Evans is the next guy after Derrick Henry's gone. But 
Don't be surprised if Derrick Henry is back in a Titans uniform next season on another franchise tag. Exactly. So right. at that point, you're still holding out hope for Evans to be the guy there. And by the time it's his turn, the Titans may very well draft another running back with high draft capital. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be a dumb move if the Titans don't franchise tag Henry, assuming he finishes this year with, you know, you know, full health and it doesn't look like he's lost a step. I mean, that that's a no brainer. There was a good discussion. I think it was the around the NFL pod. They were saying, you know, Henry is just screwed because either he has a great season and the Titans franchise tag him again, yeah. because why wouldn't they? Right. Or he has a not so great season and everyone says, look, yeah, wear and tear on the tires. Yep. And he hits the free agent market and gets a depressed deal because he didn't have an, he didn't have a good season. Yeah. So yeah, don't uh, don't let your kids grow up to be running backs. That's right. Just uh, tight ends that are hella swole. Yep. And looking real good in June. So last one here, Addie. We got a couple defensive guys and a couple guys named Brian. Wow. This is a sexy three pack right here. Right. So final one. Keep trade cut. Antoine Winfield Jr. Brian Burns and Brian Edwards. I'm going to cut Winfield Jr. Um, just because I like these other two guys a lot. Um, definitely keeping Brian Edwards. I think Brian Edwards is probably about as good as you can do in your rookie drafts in the third round. He's, Arrow up, too, with Lynn Bowden getting into some trouble. Right, right. But, uh, I mean, either way, this is a guy that the only reason he, he fell in the draft was because of injury concerns. But, I mean, he is just as talented as, as some of those top guys. Um, so Brian Edwards is someone I love long-term, um, and I'm looking to acquire him everywhere. I'm going to trade Brian Burns. I really like Brian Burns, but uh, not enough to take him over Edwards. Uh, and, and I think their value, I think people probably value them about the same way. I think most people expect a Brian Burns breakout to come. Yep. Um, Especially that revamp defense. Exactly. Uh, and I think he had, you know, over six, maybe, maybe seven and a half sacks last year, if I remember right. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's very likely going to take another large step forward. Um, so definitely burns and Edwards out of the, out of these, uh, out of this group. Yeah. I think that's the right call. Winfield again. Yeah. Seven and a half sacks for Brian Burns. Um, Winfield's the the cut for me just because DB up against wide receiver and defensive end edge rushing position here, just not as valuable. And I agree. I think um, Brian Edwards could be a special talent in Las Vegas. And you can you can make the pitch when you're trading Brian Burns that this is a guy with high upside, high draft capital, brand new overhauled defense. You can make the sales pitch. Yep. And, and spin this guy up some nice value here. And we should. This isn't really a preface because it's at the end. So I guess it's a post face. Uh, but when we're cutting guys, it doesn't mean that we don't like them. Right. It just means in this hypothetical scenario. We had to choose. We had to choose. One of these guys has to be pushed out to sea. Yep. So that was a fun sag, Addy. Let's uh, take a break. Hear from a couple sponsors. Then we're going to come back with another fun seg mm -hmm. looking at the hottest defenders in the NFL. Ooh, meow. Meow. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. 
When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're back and joining us in the Soad Shack for the first time tonight. She has allowed us, Addie, to come out to this shed for almost a year now, every week, and just talk nonsense for three or four hours every night. So we're grateful. We're grateful for the women in our lives. And we're very excited to welcome in tonight my lovely wife, Allie. Welcome to the Soad Shack, babe. Thanks, guys. I really feel like this is, you know, a special, special moment. Yeah, you're encroaching on our territory. Specialist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm reminded of like the little rascals, you know, the He-Man Woman Haters Club. That's what the mm-hmm. podcast zone feels like. So yeah, it's right. a bit strange, but it's good, Addy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, uh, you know. Do this more. Do this more often. Maybe have the wives come out here, you know, just on the reg now. All right. I'm going to cut this segment short <laughs> right now. Um, so we're we're broadening out. We're we're expanding the 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 appeal as far as the listener base with this segment, Addy. You know, our the analytics tell us our audience is about two percent female. Yep. Yep. Allie, we love you, but this is all about growing the brand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are a means to an end, babe. Right. Okay. Totally okay um, with it. We are very excited for this segment, though. You've done a lot of research. I have. I um, have spent a few afternoons out on the back porch just... Uh yeah, not doing my job. So yeah, <laughs> just instead. just grinding the game tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you poor thing out there doing your research. Oh, just, just fanning yourself, looking at these heartthrobs from mm-hmm. uh, from different teams. So we're going to be talking about the hottest defenders in the NFL, and not hottest as in like who's getting the most buzz, who's uh, you know climbing the depth charts. What are we looking at tonight, babe? Uh, we are looking at really hot as in H A W T. Yeah, H A W T. That's exactly like hot, you know. Like so. sex appeal. Yeah, H-A-W-T, sex appeal. H A W T, baby. Hot. Hot. <laughs> Who's got that sexiness going on? And uh, we're going to break it down a few different ways. You've done, I think the doc that you have is like mm, 12 pages of notes here. But- oh, okay. A lot of that is photos. Just yes. FYI. True. <laughs> it takes true. Up a lot of space. So, what we're going to do though, we're going to break it down. You've listed out the top 10 hottest defenders in the NFL, as well as the hottest, the teams with the most hot players. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at some teams that had. No standout hotties. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to put a spotlight on the rookies by revealing the hottest rookie. Yes, exactly. And I'll say there was only one hot rookie. I felt a little more uncomfortable in that realm only because 
you know, rookies are what, like 21, 22? They are young. Felt yes. a little uncomfortable looking at those photos. So it's there true. weren't as many of this. That's that's a good point. Yes. Most of these are grown men. They've been in the league a while. What about uh, coaches? Do you look at any, any of these coaches? Um, the only coach that has my heart is Coach Pagano. So she was always he's the worst. <laughs> he was he was always she was always a Pagano's a, thr- a heartthrob, uh, you know, truther. Yeah, I was, and kind of like I guess like the George Clooney kind of like older salt and yes, pepper. There was something hair. about that that just I don't know. I don't care what kind of coach he was. I just was always extremely turned on by him. So. Yeah, see, uh, a lot of people are like that with Jeff Fisher too. Yeah. I a lot of women really like Jeff Fisher. I think it's the mustache. He's yeah. got a weird, kind of dangerous sex appeal to yeah, him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, Adam and I, two heterosexual men, but we can admire the male figure. Sure. And, um, you know, compliment these standout hotties that Allie has brought to the forefront. Sure. So, this isn't going to be... We're not going to ask you to carry this segment solo babe we're going to chime in that. with our thoughts i mean we this the show you know almost came to a halt last week addy when we were gazing upon matt milano right yeah what a treat that was good looking guy really good looking guy he's a guy that we'll talk about yeah, here he is, so he that my favorite part about this is that she went just all idp all idp she knows the brand it's amazing oh, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta stick with the brand and i do probably before we get started i should reveal some of my biases because i really was you know looking through these defensive players over and over and over again just all these men and thinking about okay what do i really find attractive because obviously beauty is an eye of the beholder sure. so you know the, there's some subjectivity to it um i will say the dts there's not many of them i didn't right. end up eventually they're picking big guys one. they're yeah. big guys um sure. and for some girls that's kind of what they're into not as much for me so that's definitely one of my biases i did pick out one um that we'll touch on for sure um I thought he was the most attractive defensive tackle. All so. of these guys look like me, Adam. That's what we're getting at. Right. They're all sure. scrawny, undersized, yeah. Hunter Renfro type Max wide receivers. Crosby yeah. Is, uh, number one. Yeah, exactly. Josh kind of looks like Max Crosby a little bit. I think I'm more of a That's Hunter Renfro. The receding yeah. hair, kind of the average build. You're a cross between Max Crosby and Hunter Renfro. I appreciate that because Mad Max is a maniac. So I, I will say in looking at all of the um, depth charts and everything that the defense, I looked at a chart that was organized offense defense and then it had like the special teams at the bottom mm. no one on special teams is attractive they're so all I'm really ugly. thankful yeah, yeah. you gotta be insane to do that and yeah you're not gonna you're gonna yeah. be really ugly yeah, yeah. And, I mean, like, and then no we're really not really unattractive we're not no, putting worries. these <laughs> yeah we're not putting these guys on the cover of the program exactly you know so worried about their faces they're not the face of the franchise yeah you know all right. Clearly. <laughs> well, let's jump into it. So what we're going to do here, let's start off with teams. Okay. And then we'll touch on the rookie. And then for the last, we'll do a 10 to 1 countdown of the hottest players in the NFL. So, babe, honorable mentions here before we get to the team with the most hot guys on the squad. Who are your honorable mentions team wise and which players did you pick out from those teams? Yeah, for sure. So um, whenever I went through just to kind of explain my process a little bit, I did go through and look at all um, of the photos from the different depth charts and um, looked at all the defensive players and just kind of went through and chose. Like, I wasn't like, I'm going to pick the top two from each team. I just chose anyone that looked attractive. and Whoever's hot makes the cut. Exactly. Right. So um, it ended up with um, a few teams that had three 
hotties on the defense um, that kind of ended up in the honorable mentions. So first we have the Houston Texans and um, JJ Watt, obviously like, I think he's just a really well-known player as far as defense, but he definitely has that kind of all American look about him. Um, And then we also have Jacob Martin, Jacob Martin and Cornell Armstrong. So from the Texans. Ah, yeah. So Cornell Armstrong. JJ Watt. The uh, perfect, perfect one to bring home to mom. That's right. As he's uh, out in the yard, just chopping logs sure. and listening to 20% skill, whatever sure. that song is. Yes, I'm sure he's a, uh, he says, yes, ma'am, a lot. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He- ma'am. Hey, miss, uh, ma'am, may I take out your daughter, ma'am? <laughs> I'm asking for your daughter's <laughs> hand in marriage, sir. And I will say most of these photos that I was looking at were just like, of their face. So I have no idea what these men's bodies We don't know what like. these dudes are rocking below the belt is what she's saying. Yeah, or, re- right. or really just below the chest. I have you, no idea. You didn't, you're telling me you didn't dig any deeper now? A, late few, of night? These had, a few of these I did, yes. Late night, Josh in bed. <laughs> Individual defensive fill in the blank. There's a P there if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm not comfortable with this anymore, Adam. Damn it. Oh, goodness. All okay. right, so who was the Ooh. other honorable Sweat. mention team? Okay, um, we also have the Buffalo Bills. Um, like I said, I w- as I went through, I was like, oh my gosh, I have no defensive tackles. I really need to find like a big guy that's attractive. So Ed Oliver was my sole DT on the entire list of four. Really a stretch. Ed Oliver, not not exactly a Y'all, handsome dude. But I appreciate best. you. I was really you know, trying to be fair. Yeah. You know, being that. a stand for the defensive tackles. Yes, we needed we needed. Someone. We need to be equitable across the positions here for sure that's for our sure. thing too we like to go out deep with the ranks i mean respect. sometimes you gotta respect. pull hey, in as a, some as someone that ranks yeah total respect for you're you in now. the rank game right now sure so sure. On the side yeah. Potentially. yeah i agree with pictures and everything yeah <laughs> all right so who else from the bills made um, the cut well obviously you all mentioned him before you're all's you're all's favorite matt milano which he's 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 got a looking. smoldering kind of he does. look to him yeah. he does he's very handsome he is um and then cameron lewis also from the buffalo bills so. cameron lewis in this photo looks like a child wearing a grown man's <laughs> uh shoulder pads <laughs> again i have no idea what these bodies look like <laughs> Yeah, I so don't know. I'm assuming if you're a professional yeah, athlete, though, yeah. you've got to have a pretty good bod. They're so. fit <laughs> for sure. So the other team, Allie, there was one more that was an honorable mention before we get into the team with the most hotties. Who was the final honorable mention? Um, so we have the Cleveland Browns. Um, we do have Denzel Ward and Sheldrick Redwine. Mm-hmm. Um, these two, these are just like pretty boys like mm-hmm. i don't really know how else to say it other than that they're just really really pretty um and then the rookie that um i guess are we going to talk about the rookie now since he's on the cleveland that's right yeah okay. so the one rookie that made the cut was um grant delpit grant so, delpit yep. yeah from from lsu playing for the browns so um again i i did go through i think like the first four rounds of the draft um for rookies to be able to look and see that one was a little bit harder just because um you know the rookies don't have photos yet on them. yeah they don't have the photos <laughs> i was like you probably just need to pull up like the draft itself and yeah. just look through all the guys that got drafted because not all those guys have photos yet yeah and you went out like four rounds i think yeah i think i went four like four rounds. or five four or five rounds on the on the draft and then it was just you know like I said, these boys are like, they're 
children. They're like 21 years old. So yeah, I'm 10 years older little, than them. Feel a little weird. Yeah. Uh, so Grant Grant was the one that I was like, okay, we're going to go with at least Grant, one rookie. And he you're made making the cut. The cut. Yeah. yeah. With he, the pretty boys from looks, the Cleveland Browns. He's cute. Yeah. He's good. He's good. So, um, all right. Now, what about this is not the list that you want to be on if you're trying, if you're in the PR department or the marketing department, you're like, who do we put on the cover? Who do we put on the tickets? This is not the position you want to be in where you have no good-looking defensive guys yeah. to put up there. Yeah. So who are the teams with no standout hotties on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, and like I said, whenever I went through this process, it wasn't like I was like, okay, I'm going to pick two of the hottest guys from each team. Like, I just didn't feel like that was right. So some teams just did not have any. they just ugly. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they just oogly. And I feel bad, but there's a few of them. So, um, sorry, Bears, Broncos, Lions, Steelers, Packers, and Dolphins. You had no defensive hotties. <laughs> and yeah. I really hate to break it to you. And I don't think that's going to change uh, when the standard bearer for the Steelers is uh, Big Ben taken hostage uh, with that, uh, you know, giant mountain man beard. Like, that's your that's your standard bearer for the offense. Uh I don't know. It maybe I don't know. Maybe the offensive side of the ball changes the equation, but the Steelers, huh? Quite a few teams. Yeah, the... <laughs> I have high standards, Mark. Six teams <laughs> had no standout defensive hotties. I know that's a lot. That is a lot. That's uh, a good chunk of the league. But you did the work. You looked at the picks. We trust your input, babe. <laughs> Thanks. So now <laughs> let's let's get into the top ten. This this is where the debate is going to rage around. Did you get this right? You know, when we post ranks, Addy, you can attest to this. People come out of the woodwork saying you should have had so-and-so higher. Yeah, yep. yeah. I actually so. thought about that whenever I was going through these. I'm so curious to... I really want to get feedback on this and see, because like I said, this is kind of... We'll post it subjective. as a Twitter thread yeah, uh, Twitter, along with this. Reddit. Yeah. If you want a bunch of terrible feedback. Yeah, don't don't post it on Reddit. Uh, that would be a nightmare. Um, so let's start at 10 and we'll work okay. our way up to one, babe. So who is number 10? Okay, number 10 is um, the cornerback from the Indianapolis Colts. So thankful that the Colts had a player on there. Um, and it is Quincy Wilson. And what did you like about Quincy? Um, Quincy really just has this like baby face about him. Um, he's just kind of sweet he almost in his picture is like a little pout even <laughs> so yeah he's more of the baby face attractiveness i guess all right so quincy wilson clocking in there at 10 addy i think hey i'm i'm happy we got a colt hey, in the yeah. mix hey, he's he's good looking he's a good looking fella no this next one is interesting i i don't know that i maybe wouldn't have this next guy here at nine a little higher i'll tell you who he reminds me of here in just a sec but who is coming in at number nine babe um, so this is, um, this is haha. -ha. Yeah. Haha. -ha. I know. Well, apparently his actual name is Hashan. Hashan. Yeah. And I said that and Josh laughed at me, but whatever. So, um, but he's <laughs> the safety from the Dallas Cowboys. Haha. -ha, Clinton Dix. Um, I don't know. To me, I feel like he could, he just looks like an actor. Like he just kind of has that. Um, quality about him. He kind of reminds me of like another Wayans brother. Like maybe he could be like a good looking Wayans brother. I mean, not that the Wayans brothers aren't good looking, but like another one to add yeah. to the mix. Yeah, so. add in there. The they, hottest Wayans. Yeah, there exactly. you go. Yeah, I, I would say he to me kind of looks like a cross between Eddie Murphy 
and, like early Eddie Murphy and T.I. Like that. I don't know yes. why I kind of get that vibe. Like she chose a pick where he's holding a mic as well. Exactly. So, yes. so that's probably subconsciously influencing me. That's where I was going to. It looks like a, he looks like a stand-up comedian. He does. Yeah, he's he very, does. He's that's very true. handsome, though. Like just looking up through the rest of these guys that she has. I don't know. I think uh, Haha might be cracking my top five. Yeah, absolutely. He's and a good looking dude. Really love his last name, too. <laughs> this happens all the time, babe. You'll get used to it. Adam just makes a joke. I try my best to roll on. Uh, and we go on. So, number eight, we've talked about Quincy Wilson and Haha Clinton Dix. So, who is number eight? Okay, number eight, we have the a defensive end from the Atlanta Falcons. Austin Larkin. Um, and if you know anything about me and who I find attractive, really my standard is um, Kevin from the Backstreet Boys. Um, he was like my first heartthrob as a young. And he's the weirdest pre-teen. looking one. He's the weirdest looking one on the squad. <laughs> You're right. That is true. Uh, my brain first, you, I was thinking Kevin from the office. That's where I was thinking you were going. I was like, question. Kevin from the office. <laughs> okay. I mean, look no. at Kevin from Backstreet Boys. Oh, I know. I know. He is. He looks like he's like scheming. Like he looks like he's up to something. <laughs> he looks, he looks like, like a thief. He looks like <laughs> the alien. Like if you were like the alien from Men in Black that's trying to pass as a human being, that is Kevin from Backstreet Boys to me. <laughs> like he's no. trying hard to blend in, but there's just something a little bit off about this like, guy. Dude, do you you need contacts or something? You yeah. are. Why are you squinting? Oh always? my god. Okay, whatever. Jo- Josh went with me to the Backstreet Boys concert last. What was it? Fall last August. Yeah. Yeah. And you understood the sex appeal of Kevin then, so it's don't true. try to deny it now. But he does have a weird look about him. But there, you mm. see these guys. He and is they exotic. Have, he's exotic can, looking. Right, but you can look away exactly the <laughs> exactly in-person right. presence just draws you in and you can't turn away sure it's so. very it's a unique look and the main thing that i love about kevin are his eyebrows so here's where we're coming back here is this i mean austin larkin's eyebrows just cannot be beat in my mm. opinion they so. are good they are very strong eyebrows they frame his face really nicely they do. so the dreads we like the dreads, the dreads i know yeah. his like actually everything related to hair with him is like really nice like his dreads yeah. are really nice and the way in the picture that he has them like yeah. pinned back even and then his facial hair is kind of yeah. like that scruffy a- nice facial yeah. hair that's good facial not too hair. much yeah good yeah. smile yeah, so he like, knows how to rock the hair sure. yeah looks like he takes care of himself manicures himself well absolutely so uh all right let's talk number seven here babe and i gotta admit this guy i'm i'm with you on your description here so who's number seven okay so, um, number seven, we have the safety from the Atlanta Falcons, and this is Keanu Neal. Um, I, like I said earlier, I kind of have some biases in mind, as you know, just now, eyebrows. But my other ones are definitely like a good smile, which I have not found many NFL players that don't have good smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whenever they're taking their pictures or whatever. You know, some of them will do that serious look, but I am more attracted to a big smile, so... He's yeah. got a good smile, Addy. Yeah, oh, for sure. And they got the money to take care of their smiles. And you That's know. true. Yeah. And they're sure. they're millionaires for the most part. A lot of these guys That's, are. Yeah, so wanna, that helps, too. Yeah. You got yeah. reasons to smile. And hopefully he's smiling, Addy, because he's going to be on the comeback trail for IDP owners this season. Sure. Absolutely. That's hope, how we're going to spin it. I hope one day that, you know, we get big enough to where we start really taking care of ourselves and maybe getting Botox and, and looking, looking hot, wearing makeup and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
I hope so too, Addie. Uh, if only so we can look back on this conversation and say, "Remember when we were ugly? Remember when yeah. we were just hideous monsters?" Yeah, we look so freaking hot. All right, so moving on here. I just you'll get oh, used to this, babe. We got to wait. Keep it I do rolling. have one other comment though, because I oh, yes, I actually didn't put this down in my notes, but I realized that Keanu reminds me of someone, another famous football player. Um, is there anyone that that's coming to mind? He this. This person played in the NFL but was not very successful that I'm thinking of. No, I, no nobody's jumping to mine. Um, so please share. I think he kind of looks like a black Tim Tebow. Ooh, interesting. Like, yeah. don't they kind of have this same, like, build could, and every and like smile and eyes? Yeah, I don't know. I could see that. Something see about yeah. him reminds me of Tim Tebow. I so. like it. I could see okay. that. Absolutely. All right. It's just a random thought. but Number six. <laughs> Okay, so from the New York Giants, um, we have Julian Love. Love that. Mm. One of Addie's favorites. Mm. I love what you did there. Thank you. You're sick. <laughs> I set that up, knocked it down. So what was he loved about Mr. Love, babe? Um, he just has that really traditional, like, athletic look. Like, he just looks like a jock to me. Um, again, like, maybe going back to, like, I don't know, middle school, high school days of, like, the guys that you thought were cute. Definitely the jock is kind of that stereotypical hot hot look and obviously all these men are jocks but he has that jock look about him yeah he's got it he's got it he's got a good neck sure it's a very strong neck very strong neck just a you know chiseled chiseled face love that about him that face is literally chiseled <laughs> at a rock <laughs> adam's just comment is gonna be look at that chiseled nose those chiseled eyebrows he is though he and you're right he does have a good neck i'm just now noticing this about it's a him. strong neck it because strong you can get neck. like you can get too beefy with the neck where you're like all right yeah, are you or too short of a neck to where yeah. you don't have a neck yeah you have no yeah. neck or this guy is chiseled from head to toe man. there's no <laughs> doubt about it that neck is chiseled out of pure marble Alrighty, so there's number six. Your old comments to this is just. And great. We, we do what Thank we can. You. you know, this is, uh, we're bringing the big three flair to this, babe. Yeah, I appreciate your feedback. So, number five, who do we have here? Looks like another DB. Um. Okay, so we have from the LA Chargers, we have Brandon Faison. Faison, that's Faison, right. Yeah. Um, okay, and this one, like you all, does he not look like he's an R and B heartthrob from like the nineties or two thousand? Yeah, I mean, yes. I could see him being like part of like Boys to Men, like yes. you know, you know, one, like, it looks one like to he's meet on me tour. at the altar. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Or like he, it looks like he's on tour with like Usher or something. So. Yes, I could see that. Absolutely. I don't know though. I think this is where I would I would maybe swap Brandon with either. Oh man, I think it's tough for me right now between Keanu Neal and HaHa Clinton Dix. I think one of those two is getting swapped up into the top five, babe. I got to be honest. I think I would. I think I would move old Brandon down and probably promote. Um, oh, it's tough. One of those two guys up to five. You, you will notice the picture that I chose for Brandon. I just felt like that was a really hot picture of him. So he does look like a heartthrob in that picture. He does. I don't disagree with you. Good looking fella. <laughs> Addy, thoughts here on Mr. Brandon Faison? Yeah, I mean, he is... Don't say wow. chiseled. <laughs> wow. What more can you say? <laughs> well said, Adam. Well said. Thank you for that. Um, all right, so we're in the top four now, babe. <clears throat> Who is number four? Okay, the cornerback from the Atlanta Falcons, Kendall Sheffield. And we should reveal that this is the final player from your hottest team, the Atlanta Falcons. 
had three guys inside the top 10. Yeah, so yeah. they I mean, are the team with the most standout hotties. That's exactly right. And, you know, they were in the top, all three were in the top 10. And, um, you know, like I said before, when I went through and picked them out, I ended up with 40 hotties total. And then I had to narrow it down to 10. And then these three from the Atlanta Falcons ended up being in the top 10. So congratulations, Falcons. Yeah, almost a third of the top 10, Addy. That's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Hey, hey. They don't call them the Dirty Birds for nothing. You're so right, Adam. You're so right. Maybe the Sexy Birds could be the hey. new uh, the new hey. nickname now. Love it. Love it. So uh looks like uh this guy maybe has a kind of a smoultry look that reminds you of someone else that we're going to talk about here. For sure. Yeah, Um, he definitely does. He definitely, even though he's not um kind of got that big smile that a lot of my other top 10 contenders have, he definitely has more of that smoultry kind of model look. He looks like he's, I don't know, on the in some sort of ad in GQ or something like that. So, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love his vibe. Got a good vibe. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's wearing his college jersey, too. <laughs> Need to update that photo there, wherever this was taken from. <laughs> Come on, Falcons. <laughs> get this guy an actual jersey. Yeah, that is true. I wondered why his jersey was a different color. Yeah, but. I think that's is that Wisconsin, it looks like. All right, so number three, you have a thing for DBs. I guess it's just, you know, they're petite in nature. So like you said, you're not really into the big guys as much. So we're seeing that now with a lot of defensive backs. But who's number three? All right, number three we have from the Washington Redskins, Greg Stroman. Um, And again, my bias is totally a big smile. And he has dimples too, which is kind of like the ultimate in smiles. So he just looks really, I don't know. He looks like a child. He looks very young on this <laughs> yes. doc, right? He, looks like, a child. <laughs> he, he looks he looks like he's maybe 18 years old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. And he's like he's calling his big brother to get some beer for yeah. the graduation this party. Is very sus. Yes. We <laughs> Sorry about that. We, do we need to call somebody, Eddie? I've been texting. Okay. I've been uh, yeah. Keep him on keep keep him on uh keep him on speed dial. And no. notice also his eyebrows too. So his just bringing that back around, yeah, yeah, they're really you're nice. Big in the eyebrows. I know, yeah. I know. These uh, these forehead caterpillars, you're big into them. You get yours done. I get them threaded. Do you? No, absolutely not. That sounds <laughs> horrifying. Like, yeah, Natalie's telling me about that. that. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds like it's some kind of torture. But she always comes back and it's always puffy and it's like there's no way that was a good experience. No, you are <laughs> Natalie, miserable. You do this threading? No, but I do get my eyebrows waxed. You've never done the threading? Though? I have not done the threading. I should because my eyebrows rival. Um, who's the guy I always say I have eyebrows like? I don't know. Yes, you oh, know. Oh, Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Yeah. <laughs> my, my eyebrows rival Anthony Davis's, so. I don't think so. The first thing that came They're... to mind was George Mirasan for some reason. Well, yeah, both. <laughs> Not They're... great situations on the brows. <laughs> They're... They're excessive. My eyebrows are excessive. So maybe that's what I'm looking for is someone who has more eyebrows than yeah, me. Sure. <laughs> you can reach out to some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, a man cannot have a thinner eyebrow than me, I guess, is what I'm going for here. Yeah, you may be asking yourself, Josh, does it make you uncomfortable your wife is ranking attractive men for the podcast? The answer is yes, and that's a very hurtful question. <laughs> Let's move on to number two, babe. Okay, number two. Um, this one was really hard to decide between two and one, but um, we're going number two with the defensive end from the Cincinnati Bengals, Sam Hubbard. Hey, Hubbard, Hubbard. Hubba, Hubba. Hubba, Hubba. <laughs> I did not realize that Sam was this much of a heartthrob, Addy. This is a good-looking dude right here. 
He's hot. He's got good head of hair. Reminds me a little bit of you, Josh. I thank you, Addie. <laughs> I kind of Josh features. She's got like the little goatee, and he does. You guys kind of got same skin, <laughs> same hotness. <laughs> you sound like Hannibal Lecter right now. I know. <laughs> Want to peel your skin off and eat you? <laughs> Don't ever let Adam talk to your children. He it... does kind of look like Josh. Maybe that's why he's up there. Don't put me up on this pedestal because people are gonna be like, this idiot on this Twitter picture does not look like Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard is attractive. <laughs> Sam Hubbard is super good looking. He just has this, I don't know, it's like this like blend of tall, dark, and handsome, but then he also has the blue eyes, which is just a really good combination, I think. And um, I mean, I don't know. He is just really hot. Yeah. So. yeah. She did put chiseled in her notes, so nice. it's uh, were- <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It's true. <laughs> the chisel expert. All right, all right, all right. All right, babe. So the uh, listeners have been waiting with bated breath to hear who is your number one hottest defensive player in the league. Okay, number one is um, from the Carolina Panthers, and it is Tahir Whitehead. Ooh, Addie, the newest Panther there in the linebacking core. And Allie, why did you pick Mr. Whitehead? Um, Primarily because he looks like a Calvin Klein underwear model. Mm-hmm. Again, I have not seen him past his um, collarbones here, but right. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, he uh, and and the the neck and collarbone, everything looks just perf. Yeah, and again, he's not smiling, so I think that's another reason why I had to go with number one on him because he, even though he wasn't smiling, he was still hotter than like everyone else. I kept comparing. Him he to. is very jacked. I mean, look at this picture here. That can be deceiving. Though. Sometimes when people look serious and. You know, don't smile. Mm-hmm. They do look a little hotter. Yeah, yeah, because you know? you're kind. It's like more mysterious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah, sure. He's got some secrets or something. He does have a good. <laughs> he does have a good like editorial look. I will agree with you that this is a guy that um, you could definitely put into a magazine. Yeah, I think like if he went and did a casting call for like some sort of shoot, like he could get it. And not everybody on this list is necessarily that hot, but I think he rivals male models i mean i think he could fit in with other male models yeah and you wouldn't question it yeah he's definitely way hotter than his last name would suggest yeah the whitehead <laughs> that is really unfortunate it's an unfortunate uh, yeah an unfortunate factor here for to is that his last name is is not great but look at the picture i just put into the doc if you wonder like it, below oh, the collarbone. Okay, is, I made a really good choice here. <laughs> this dude has got it going on. This this Google to hear Whitehead and look at uh, it's like the third picture that comes up or second picture that comes up. To has got some nice muscle definition, mm-hmm. very toned. Maybe not the best uh, linebacking option, Addy for IDP. Not necessarily the sexiest hey, name. Hey, I don't mind him. I don't but, mind him this year. He's going to be cheap. He'll be solid. Not the sexiest name, as in IDP, or the fact that it's Whitehead, but Allie, a very sexy player. I think so. I mean, especially now that you've put in this um, this full body 
pick. I mean, I'm now, impressed. You are, you are really say, starting to sweat. I am. I'm sweating. I tend to sweat on my upper lip, and I'm definitely sweating You're over here. You're looking at these guys again. Yeah. We get it. Ooh. We know. You got yeah. some history with these guys. She's got the fan Ooh. out from like the church, uh-huh. like fanning herself. Well, and I think it's really interesting. He's the only linebacker on the list. It's true. That is interesting. It was very heavy with the uh, DBs. Yeah. I You know, a few surprises. Yeah, Eddie, what's your takeaway from the list? Like, uh, Well, if you, if you, I think some snubs. Uh, outside the top ten that I would, you know, maybe think could be in there, uh, Matt Milano. You know, that's someone that we have we talked about. Y'all have some history with, clearly. Right. We have. We really like him. We're a bit smitten with Milano. <laughs> we'll be honest. We have a bias that he is extremely attractive. Okay. Let me. I mean, Matt Milano. His, here, here's what's unfortunate about him. Really, the photo of him from the Bills site is probably not doing him as much justice as what you all claim. So I will look up real quick. Let me do a quick Google search. Yeah, just a quick Google search just to see. I mean... God, he is good looking. He's really good looking. I will will say that. He does have very good hair. He does have good brows. And he has that nice, like, scruffy look about him. Mm. You know? He does look like one of those guys that maybe like at one point in his in his early life maybe hazed someone like too far. Yes, too far. dude. I was just getting yeah. ready to say he's the guy in the fraternity who's like the really like overly competitive serious guy <laughs> right. who maybe knocks some guy out at like a flag football game or something. He does have a, like a villainous his... quality about him. Yeah, and that's yeah. good. Like he would be the great like uh, villain in like a high school like movie or something. Like the guy from the rival team who's kind of the douche. But, you know, he just got that look about him. He's got kind of this, like, dangerous sort of look. For sure. And I think, too, maybe whenever I went to go look him up, he really didn't have any pictures of him smiling. Yeah, I don't see any here. They're, they're all very serious. Yeah, they are. Um, oh, but I did find one, and he has a dimple. Dang. See, he should smile. Maybe that would make him go up in the ranks. Yeah, the Bills aren't doing him any favors. No, they this, aren't. Uh, with this team photo. Yeah. Uh, what about Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa. Wait a second. Is a Nick quick... on my list anyway? His brother Joey is not a looker. Okay, Nick is not on my top 40 even. Um, and Nick's Nick... got a... Let me see. Now, he is MAGA, so that's a that's that stinks. <clears throat> but he is... He, he Personality-wise, of... he seems pretty sarcastic and... Oh, I remember cool. him. He looks like a lumberjack. Like, he's he's got a very rugged look about him, I think. I wouldn't say he I wouldn't say he's deserving of the top 10. Okay, here I did pull him up because some people you're just like scrolling past. Sorry, I just hate to say that, but you but I was cuz yeah. I had a lot of people to look at. And I did actually pull up his picture and give him a a good glance. I don't know, something about him is just kind of like like his eyes just don't do it for me. Yeah, and his brother, you know, you look at his brother Joey and it's like Joey is not a looker. Uh, he right. he probably is on like the goofiest looking NFL defenders list. Oh my list. gosh! So no. the fact that Nick actually coming from the same gene pool, okay, Nick by looks as good as he looks, does. Yeah, 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 yeah. With when you see Joey, it's like okay, Nick's not not doing too bad. Although I will say, Joey reminds me of a Disney character. 
Which one? I don't know. I'm just saying he looks like he could be a Disney character. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can he, see that. He looks like the guy from Frozen that yes. uh, runs yes. the shop. Sven? Or no, that's, yes. the, that's the moose's name, isn't it? And it, But that's not necessarily a compliment to say that you no, look like not, a, an animated character. Yeah, like the goofy <laughs> guy from Frozen uh, who runs the little shop Yeah, I do remember pulling up his picture as well. A little bit yeah. of Kevin from the Backstreet Boys in him, too. Oh, my God. Don't you stop. dare. Don't How even. How dare you? <laughs> well, let's bring this to a close before uh, Allie starts throwing things at Adam for insinuating that Joey Bosa looks like Kevin from Backstreet Boys. Babe, thank you for putting in the work for, you know, grinding the tape, Addy. You know, you grind the tape. You and Bobby both do for these ranks. And Allie was putting in the same amount of work. So we're very appreciative. Real recognize real. Mad respect, Allie. I love this. This was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on, babe. I don't even know if any of these players are actually good. Uh, (laughs) IDP-wise. Keanu Neal. A lot of corners. Keanu Neal was good. Um, Ha Ha Clinton Dix was good back in the day. Yeah, pretty solid. Uh, Sam Hubbard's really good. Sam Hubbard's very good. Uh, He's probably top 15 at his position. Top 10. had a good good career. Mm -hmm. Yep. Whitehead. Whitehead will be usable. He'll be serviceable this year. Uh, you know, some of the guys on the honorable mention list, you know, J.J. Watts, Usable, Ed Oliver, Matt Milano. Yeah. Um, Grant Delpit will be. Yeah. So you guys in love. He'll be. He'll yeah. Be usable. You pick some nice guys here. Some guys we've okay. never heard of. But that's okay. Yeah, you were like, who is this? Yeah, you're broadening our horizons <laughs> with the bringing in more female listeners and also opening our eyes to some guys we haven't considered before. Yeah, I was going to be like, you've never heard of him. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, I, I looked at zero stats at all. So that's this good. Was clearly just face only. Yeah, right. So yeah, only. But yeah, face. thanks. Only face. But yeah, thanks for um, having me on. And you know, usually I'm um, I'm in the house staring out at the shed, just wondering what's happening in here. So yeah, when is Josh gonna get back in here and tell me with this baby? <laughs> Baby's just crying on her hip, like just wailing, like cartoon I need tears. You, Josh. I just see her from the window, like gesturing her arm to get in the house. And I'm like, no, we got another three hours left. I'm like blinking the kitchen lights. Like, yeah. please help. All right, this babe. Is important, this is important. This is important. I know. We're no, it is important. Brand. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, now you're part of that. So thank you for coming on, babe, making your debut. Thank you for putting in the work, entertaining our listeners. We'll put out this list on Twitter so people can see the selections here in the pictures and weigh in for themselves and yeah. see where they come down I would on your list. I would love to see the feedback. That we'll, would be really we'll, fun. We'll at mention you whenever we post Please this Twitter do. thread. That would All be right. awesome. All right. We'll take care of it. <laughs> All right. So that uh, that does it for this episode of the Big 3 IDP podcast. Thank you all for listening. Addy, thank you for being here in the midst of, uh, you know. Uh, I miss it. I wouldn't miss it. You kidding me? Allie's debut? Oh, what a treat. What a treat. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. We seriously appreciate you, babe. Uh, we got some improvements coming for the Soda Shack, Addie. We got uh, the Ethernet cord is making its way out from the house this week. Going to be having a little router out here in the shed. So we'll be doing some video stuff here pretty soon. So, streaming uh, video. It's the future. You've been watching these videos on the phones? Hey unreal it is unreal we look forward to bringing you guys video content from our episodes here very soon uh we also have uh, a new project addy for the big three network that we are going to be announcing the details on here very soon as well as a couple other potential projects that are in the works so addy as always as our favorite hank's child likes to say big team
tanks. Big tanks. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys next week. It's the big three. It's the dream team. Adam, Bobby, Josh, you got the news feed. It's the big three. It's the dream team. Big three IDP. Let's go.